Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked up by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to Old School. Again, we've made it to Friday. Some weeks are longer than others. Some weeks are better than the other either way. Uh, I appreciate you guys joining and allowing us to try to end the day with a smile. Or at least giving somebody a smile or adding a smile. Little stuff. So there are a couple of times throughout the show today that we'll do that. Um, We'll have Jay Foreman a little later. He'll give Jay's picks for the week and get us ready for... Ohio State. We're going to have Elena from uh, Uptown Bar and Lounge. And so tomorrow night, they will be featuring U- the UFC fights. Of course, they'll show the, uh, uh, the ballgame uh, during the day. But mm-hmm. the event uh, for them tomorrow night is UFC fights, do your thing. And then Monday from 6 to 8, the ticket weeknights with Nicole Griffin will be live from the Upside Bar and Lounge. And for you folks who attended last time, you know the drill. We had a great time. It's a great spot. Twenty uh, seventh and Pine Lake. It's Monday Night Football and Taco Night. Taco Night at up, up, upside bar and lounge. And Elena will come in and join us here at four thirty. That's Monday, six to eight at the Upside Bar and Lounge. Twenty seventh and Pine Lake. Free parking. See you there. We'll have a. I believe we have a signed Steelers jersey and a signed like uh, Huskers Ooh. jersey. So, the Steelers are playing Monday night. Uh, Heather from there is, is a Steelers fan. She may put extra names in the draw just to let you know. Eh, we'll see how that goes. I believe we have Jay. Let's bring him in. Let's bring in the Husker Hall of Famer. Let's bring in Jay Foreman. Jay, kind sir, what's up? Hey, guys, this is Corey. Oh. I just wanted to Oh, it's Corey. Okay. Tickets. Oh, it's just Corey. <laughs> My bad. Corey, well, you're a Husker Hall of Famer. I was like, well, you thought it was Jay. <laughs> My bad, man. What's up? I'll just call in real quick. I live in Beatrice, so I'm just going to have my dad come over and pick those tickets up if that's cool. That's, so. It's perfect. It's perfect. No perfect. worries. Hey, Thank Corey, you Corey, question for you. Yes, sir. Have you been by Beatrice, the, the, the bakery? Have you been by Beatrice Bakery? I have, and I spend way too much money every time I go in, <laughs> so I would highly advise. Well, it's we're going we're gonna to put some, some of that kind of love. We're going to send that with you, Dad. Perfect. Appreciate it. All right. Quite welcome. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, man. <laughs> My bad. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping at all. So. I texted Jay, said you can call four or five, and right? he called right at four, and I was like, oh, perfect. All right. right. Foreman's let's, got it. Let's go through it. Ruxin uh, from the Sarder Heyman text line again, you guys know. 402-464-5685. Hit me with a what's up, DP. And then your comments, questions, status, whatever you want to share do that there and we can do that Ruxin uh from the starter hammond text line says i have a question connected to the conversation yesterday how do you stay positive with individuals that keep failing this happens to me a lot uh i guess you have to know the expectation the expectation um positive is easy 
because nobody's trying to fail. So, and, and, and here's the thing. My rule for coaching is this. I love my players harder after a loss than I do after a win because after a win, after success, uh, everybody loves them and there's not a question that they're loved. But when they fail, when they lose, when, they, when there's a lesson, they need your love more than ever. So you can love them and still want better for them. So I don't look at it as failing. It's, you know, you say lose or, or learn. I either win or I learn. Well, they're learning. And they're learning until they, until they know. That's why when we talk about Husker football, I just want them to do better. I want better for them. I want better for them. I want them to figure out how to effort in better for them. Um, the whole failure thing? No, it's just reroutes. It's just reroutes. You hang in there, Ruxin, because uh, that's kind of the move, man. Squeak says, what's up, DP? Went to college with Usman. Yeah, man, he's got a big week coming. That's a big one. <laughs> Mark said, Mark Onwaller says, shout out to Corey's dad. Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding. Taylor, congratulations, bro. Congratulations on the new gig. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, Don says, hey, DP, what's up? Thank you for being a beacon of betterment on the radio waves. Yeah, I, I just, you know, the other stuff's available. Like, you can be bitter and yell and rant and rave. But I'd rather be in a good spot and have folks come because they know love is welcome here. That's pretty simple. So, thank you. Um, ben, I'll check out uh, Mindhunter and see if that's really Rico. Um, what's up, DP? I have an employee that's had a rough week. We're going to do that one. If you reach out, Don, reach out uh, and get, get with Nick. Because if you can get here by 6 o'clock today, um, we can do something for you. So, and again, this is what we do. And you know, compliments to uh, certified Piedmontese who, who who take care of us on a, on a day to day and week week basis from four to six o'clock. And we're going to take some time today and just make things you know a little better for folks. We can talk about Husker football, and we will. We'll talk about Husker basketball. It's a big week on Tuesday. Big weekend for them to get prepared because these final days of, of fine tuning and getting the injuries uh, taken care of and, and getting you know the film study starts now where they can look directly at Western Illinois and the young ladies uh, and their opener as well. They open Tuesday at noon. I'll be hanging out over there, as a matter of fact, uh, to go see the Lady Huskers do their thing. They play Tuesday at noon. They don't play at night. They play at noon. Uh, the men play at 7 on Monday. So you'll have two. You have both season openers, both home season openers for Huskers basketball, men's and women's, at PBA on Tuesday. Tickets are available. Get them. Get them. Get your tickets. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We'll bounce back and forth over that. Um, but Tuesday night. So that'll be good. Um. From the text line, Seth says, what's up, DP? What's up, Seth? I'm at a loss here. Should I shift my standards that I've had for 10-plus years for the Huskers football team, or should I continue to have high standards just to get let down each week? Be a fan, Seth. Be a fan. And being a fan allows you to have the high, have the high standards and have the, the, the valley of emotion. That's part of why we get on the ride. Um. It's not, you know, nobody's supposed to win all the time. 
right? You're just not supposed to. Alabama doesn't win all the time. Clemson doesn't look at Clemson. Clemson doesn't win all the time. That's not how this thing is set up. So root like crazy. Wear the colors. Have your chest out, right? Yell at the top of your lungs, whether you're at home or in the stadium or in the streets of Haymarket. Out loud. Do, do man, love out loud. Do it. But when they, but when they, when they don't, when they aren't successful, you're okay feeling like, man, I wish they were, they were, they did better. Because you're wanting, you're wanting that for them. Like you're wanting that for your neighbors and and the alumni and the kids themselves and the coaches. You you want them to have that sort of success. Don't internalize it. It's not. Yeah, you know, I look at it like oh, it's not. You know, me. <laughs> not me. I'll feel it. When the Huskers win, I feel it. When they lose, I feel it. But it's not me. I don't control it. So the moment I recognize I don't control it, then I can I can put it down. I can put it down. But root like crazy. Love them, man. <laughs> they're easy to love, but they're also they're very frustrating. That's kind of what love is. <laughs> That's kind of how it works. Um, I did want to share this uh, really simply. Uh you're at that time of year where uh, the prognosticators will tell you where your your basketball team will will finish. And today, Andy Katz. Andy Katz hit us with this one. You ready for this? He he guesses, he 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 prognosticates that the three of the ten seeds. BYU, Seton Hall, and, drumroll, Nebraska. He's pegged Nebraska as being a 10 seed in the tournament. So they will make the make the tournament and come in as a 10 seed. And to give you some idea, right, BYU and Seton Hall, that the nine seeds are Rutgers, West Virginia, and St. Bonav- Bonaventure. Eight seeds, Virginia Tech, Louisville, and Tennessee. So that puts you in the lane. If you really want to know what was behind it, and it, it, this is a fair line, that Oregon State, San Diego State, Colorado State would be 11 seeds. And if you base it on that, they're in the right space. They're in the right space. Talent-wise, they're in the right space. Good stuff. Uh, let's see here. Tommy Gunn, thank you for that. We'll get to it because I really do. Uh, Seth says, I don't want you to think I, I don't love them. Always have, always will. It just makes me sad. But that's part of being a fan. You're, you're absolutely right. That's what being a relationship is like. You love and sometimes you get frustrated because it's not perfect. But things aren't built to be perfect. Very few things are built to be perfect. Simple. Uh, from Tommy Gunn, uh, first of all, this is an article that, that was shared and it was from Saturday's tradition. And again, sometimes you have to really point out and consider the source, right, and what they're giving you. This is, first of all, uh, he has not led Nebraska to a bowl game since being hired. Uh, do you know how many of the 63 Power 5 teams haven't been to a bowl game in that span? Just eight. Nebraska, Rutgers, Maryland, Texas Tech, Kansas, Oregon State, UCLA, and Arizona. After the season, that number will be three or four. Nebraska, Arizona, Kansas are locks, plus I'm guessing 
either Rutgers or Maryland. Um, but they're playing each other in week 13, unless the loser can pull up an upset before then. It's kind of unbelievable when you think about it. Nebraska plays in the Big Ten West, which is by far the easier side of the Big Ten. Um, again, people, you, 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 like I, I, I'm fair to this that you, you, you can't be mad at facts. <laughs> Opinions are one thing. You don't be mad at facts. Don't. Just hope that they get better. Andrew says, I think we get to 16 to 18 wins. Should obviously be in the tournament. Scott Firth says, harvesting and how I'm listening to the ticket. Thank you, fellows. Scott, appreciate you. Harvesting and Hallam. Okay, good deal. I like that. I like that. Scott, next time you're in, in the city, um, stop by. Next time you're in Lincoln, stop by. We'll hook up the guys that, that are watching and listening and take care of things. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, it, it, it it's interesting. Uh, folks start talking about, right, Husker basketball in a positive light. Again, you could all fall apart. But what we can speak to is the, is the work that's being put in and then what we think it will look like. And, again, the same rules will apply, that they will have additional pressures and burdens, but I think they're actually looking forward to this, that they want the expectation of doing something different and exceeding. You know? That's why I understand the whole, you know, hey, six and six in, in, in football. But six and six in football is not six and six in basketball. Those programs are not the same. Nor do they have the same expectation. But if Husker basketball goes five hundred in Big Ten conference, uh, there should be confetti flying in the Haymarket. But that's just that. Lots to look at when you talk about this this particular ball game tomorrow, and the things that Ohio State does well and the things that they don't do well and i took some notes and so i again the film studies are there and it's just you watch the game tomorrow have um a little bit of 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 this in your back pocket right uh ohio state will 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 run this thing through they'll run their their jet sweep against nebraska to the short side of the field and wide side so you'll have to pay attention this is one of those things that uh, Garrett Nelson is going to have to have a big day in setting the edge versus C.J. Stroud. If you do not set the edge strong and you're not consistent in it, C.J. Stroud will break you open. Deep over route and tight end game will work against Ohio State. That's, those are things that Nebraska have in their pocket. Again, we know that Nebraska doesn't have the recent history of doing all the things that are good for them, but quick slants versus Ohio State are money. Penn State did it at high with high efficiency, but Nebraska does it better. And Ohio State, and, you know, Nebraska hasn't done it perfectly, but they do it better than Penn State does, and Penn State had success with it. Yep. It'll be an interesting battle. Watch this defense on open field tackling. Ohio State has playmakers at every skill position, and let me tell you, they are spectacular. If the black shirts come up, wrap up, put them, get them to the ground, good things, it'll be a better day for the black shirts. If they miss tackles in that space, my goodness gracious, cringe. 
I know Nebraska fans hate to hear these words, but uh, there's a thing that Nebraska is familiar with that Ohio State is not good at defending. The swing pass. The swing pass to the back of the backfield. Ohio State will give that up um, and make it easy for them as long as you get the ball over over the over the the edge rushers. Martinez's feet is a threat to Ohio State. Not a shocker, but of course if he's healthy. Martinez and his feet will break down Ohio State defenders. They do not want to see Adrian Martinez using his feet to get upfield. It will make them panic. You can also run the bubble screen. Ohio State trusts its corners to be able to make plays and shut things down out there. But, you know, Nebraska can get get it into the hands of the receiver quick enough to get his eyes upfield. He's going to have half a block and half a block and uh, one man to beat, and he'll have the opportunity to do something with it. Great matchup would be, you know, Nebraska's defensive backs versus Ohio State's receivers. How you defend them is important, whether it's capped with safeties on either side, half the field, so safeties will take away. But if you leave the middle of the field open, Ohio State will bust you up behind the linebackers. But if you get deep drops, then you're going to make them throw in front of you, and then you have to make a tackle. You don't want them to be behind. Corey, by the way, your dad came by. (laughs) We got it done. Got it done. The running game. Look, we know that superb Adrian adds to the running game. We know that superb Adrian uh, can break down defenses in pass drops. Right, that he can get them to turn shoulders and turn the back of their heads. Again, if you're running tight ends behind the linebackers, the linebackers have to stop facing Adrian. I'll just repeat that because it drives me crazy that they don't use it. Bringing tight ends to linebacker space. If they're in front of the linebackers, again, it's an easy pitch and catch. But if they're behind the linebackers, those linebackers have to turn to run with those tight ends to see where they are and to locate them unless they're in a zone. Even in the zone, they're going to backpedal, but at least Adrian will have eyes on them. As long as they're not sitting up just outside the pocket, Adrian can go to work and put them in difficulties. And if he steps up and they step up with him, he can throw over them and behind them to the tight ends. Safeties will have to be aware. You'll have to be aware of where their safeties are. But if the safeties are back there, they're not going to be in run support, and that should allow Nebraska to have some success running the ball in the traditional running back sense. Put those linebackers under duress. The linebackers struggled against tight ends. I repeat, they struggle against good tight ends. They struggle. This should be one of those high-volume, high-attempt days with tight ends as targets. Should be. Line play will be important, and look, the game will be won or lost up front. Holding penalties, false starts, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. No false starts. Don't move the chains backwards. Don't cost them uh, big plays from holding calls. Don't do it. Circle. Circle. The name Logan Smothers. At some point, you may see him Saturday. And what they do with him, what I would imagine that they put him in the game to do, you know, knock on wood, hopefully it's not an injury situation for Adrian, but I think if he's out there, he can put his foot in the ground and make things happen with his feet. 
and he will make them change their defenses. We'll find out tomorrow morning early on the injuries and how everybody's really doing. We'll watch the pregame and we'll see how's Martinez moving. How are the receivers moving? Things to know. Injuries will play a factor. They always do. Always do. Ohio State's offense is spectacular. They can throw the ball deep. They can throw this out of third. They use every pocket of the 15 pockets they can throw to. They literally scheme all 15 pockets that they can throw to, which means of the 11 that you can defend, there's four, and they are pretty quick and decisive about if they are running against one of the four spots that you aren't defending. But they've struggled in, in short yardage. They've struggled in the red zone. They have been undisciplined in some of those spaces. Sound familiar? The kicking game is good. Their return game is good. But Nebraska has a chance. They have a legitimate chance. They also have the possibility and the potential to get run out of Memorial Stadium. Both are true. Back to the text line. Uh, Ross says, what's up, DP? What's up, Ross? Uh, my take is uh, Eduardo Andre has to play a big role this year on our top uh, on top of our guard play to make a good run. What are your thoughts on him and his development good so, so far, thus far? Uh, Eduardo flashes. He flashes hard. Where he There are plays and moments where he flashes that he is a legitimate Big Ten big. The question is, when he doesn't flash, does he get inside his own head and does it slow him down? Sometimes when he struggles, he gets frustrated. He's got good hands normally. When he doesn't have good hands, you know, it bothers him a little bit. But when he's got it going, he he he's, he he's projects as a legitimate Big Ten big next year. Fantastic. Um, but I think that Derek Walker and and Wilhelm Breidenbach will get more run at that spot, and I think they'll get them through. And also remember, you can use Latman down there too. Uh, Ken Palm has predicted at fourteen and seven. Do you have a higher expectation at this point? Yes, I do. Higher than fourteen and seven. Uh, do I have a win total? Not no, but higher than fourteen. That's what. I'm, higher than fourteen. 14s and other things have gone monumentally wrong. <laughs> and they will be the first ones to tell you that. If that happened, it's gone wrong. I'll repeat this. They have opportunity to, to, to be successful. They also have the opportunity to get run out of their own building. Either way, we'll be here. And remember, tomorrow, uh, pregame starts at 8.30. Goes right until kickoff. We'll be at Tipsy Tina's right at, uh, down in Haymarket. Come by, say hi, hit me with a what's up. You know the deal, whole high five, slap, hug, whatever, how, however we get down. You guys are on your way to the game, stop by, and then uh, after the game, take a call-in show immediately following the game for 90 minutes, and then after that, Jake Sorensen and I will be at Tanner's. And we'll take you through a little bit later in the evening with some raffles and some breakdown. Looking forward to tomorrow. Also looking forward to Monday. We'll be at Upside Bar and Lounge. Uh, coming up, we'll talk to one of the owners. 
Elena will join us from Upside Bar and Lounge. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.